If we can do that, concentrate on things long enough, keep the discipline, have the willpower to finish off and do those little 1% extras, do that final stage, clean the dish and put it away once you've finished, make your bed once you've finished sleeping, do your trading analysis and journaling once you finish trading, rather than being manipulated by your surrounding environment and then shutting it off and not having the discipline, not having the concentration to finish things off and not having the willpower to finish doing what you say you're going to do. If you have the ability to do those things, your life will compound and change over time. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, and you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake, and it's Wednesday, it's the middle of the week. I'm having a bit of a better day, although my baby kept me up last night. I found some newfound energy, um, and I'm not as tired today, which is nice. Sometimes, like I said, just say, it does just catch up on you, and... Uh, Sometimes you just need to listen to your body and look after it. But today I'm very grateful. Um, I say it's quite, oh, I don't want to say ironic, but counterproductive when I say, you know, yesterday I was tired, but now I'm grateful for. Sorry. So just, um, yeah, so I'm grateful for the sleep that I got last night, even though it wasn't as nice as it has been. It's funny when we have something taken away we kind of realize what we had. And so we find gratitude for it. And this is one of the biggest things I think with gratitude is finding gratitude in the things we have now before we lose them and then realize what we're missing. So many of the things that we have, uh, we can take for granted and we get into this cycle of complacency. And it's only once it's taken away from us that we realize just how good it is and this includes the people in our life. This includes, um, you know, some of the very simple things, the luxuries, the roof over our head, the food on our table, the warmth in our homes. And so finding gratitude, I think, can really help here as long as, like, especially if we look at the things we do have, think about what your life would be like without them. And if you're like, oh, damn, I would really be sad or in a different place, then those are the things we should be finding gratitude for so that we don't become complacent, so that we don't um, take things for granted. You know, this is why in my gratitude, generally I find gratitude for three things and two people. When I'm writing it down, I find it much easier to, to write and to visualize. And yeah, finding gratitude for two people can be very helpful for that because often it's the ones that we love the most and the ones that are the closest to us that we see every day that we become complacent about and that can sometimes cause distance and relationships and xyz so if you have someone that's really close and dear to you find gratitude for them tell them that you love them do the little things that uh, are effortless to make them realize how much you appreciate them 
and yeah, just be grateful for the the happy relationships we have and the little things we have. So that's what I'm grateful for today. Please chuck in the chat some gratitude. I see a lot of good mornings. Great to see you this morning. Great to see you too, Judy. Um, good morning, everyone. Yeah, chuck some gratitude into the chat for us here. I always love to see what other people have gratitude for to expand my um, mind and to find gratitude for things I may not be thinking of. Grateful for the day as it is where I am physically and mentally. Yeah, actually, that's a good one where I am physically. I've started to implement some discipline this year and I should find some gratitude for how far I've come and my state as well. So thanks for sharing. Anyone else like to open their mic as well? Um, do feel free. I am encouraging you to hopefully a few of you to get out here, vocalize your gratitude. It does make a difference. And, you know, this is a safe space and a sharing place. So I encourage anyone who's willing to vocalize their gratitude to jump in. Otherwise, I'll read some more of these. Good morning. I'm very grateful we were able to travel to visit with our um, children for a couple of days. Lovely family time. Great for healthy family friends. Grateful for an amazingly supportive husband, for authenticity, and for time with my daughter. Yeah, lots of family connections here, which is great to see. I'm grateful for electric-based heaters, as I really like to be warm. Someday I will live in a warmer climate. Nice, that's it. Yeah, it does make a difference. It's I'm really appreciating the warmth at the moment, because like I said, my new job is standing outside in the cold, and it's all around zero degrees, negative one, negative two, so it's not freezing, but... When you're standing out there for three hours, it gets cold enough. Good clothes and a nice warm home to come home to is very much appreciated. Okay, so yesterday and the day before, we have been talking a bit about comparison and how comparison is the thief of all joy. And the more we compare to others, um, usually the more negative thought patterns we have. And I was listening to a few podcasts this last couple of days from Jordan Peterson, from Simon Sinek and from uh, Dana Party. I think I've butchered his name. He is a monk um, based from Hawaii, I believe. Um, I apologize for the way I'm pronouncing his name, but, but I think it's the Dana Party, something along those lines. Anyway, there was an underlying message between all of um, the things that I was listening to today. And it was along the lines of doing the small things for others with a positive mindset so that we can create positive energy in, in our lives. And one very good example that I haven't been heard it been put this way, but Dana Party was saying, you know, and this bases off what we've been, what I say quite a bit, that energy flows where attention goes. He was saying that, Awareness is the key. And this is what I was talking about, um, I think it was last week, with conscious and subconscious behaviors and beliefs. What we need to first do is bring our attention to these areas that we feel we're lacking in or that we feel that we need um, growth in. And that's why trading journals and tracking is very important because this will actually bring attention to those things that you might not be aware of. And usually when you're not aware of it, that's because it's a subconscious belief. So bringing attention to these subconscious beliefs that we need to start shifting is the number one thing. So awareness, attention, um, I believe are along the same lines. And what he was saying was that the mind is a space of many, many areas. And so you can have 
a space in your mind of anger. You can have a space in your mind of happiness. You can have a space in your mind of gratitude. You can have a space in your mind of sadness or of joy. And what we're doing is we actually need to consciously bring our awareness to different parts of this, this mind. Now, if you think about it as sort of sections and you think about awareness, and this was his example as this glowing ball of light, he did a exercise. And I want to try and reenact this one here with, with you guys. What I want you to do is we're going to sort of sit back in our chair, shoulders up, um, spine up in our head, nice and straight, closing our eyes. And I just want you to imagine this ball of light. And if we can bring it into, you know, how does the chair that you're sitting on feel? Are you comfortable? How's your back position? Is it upright? You know, what is the temperature of the room like? Can you bring your awareness to this? And I want you to think back to the, the last wedding that you've been to. You know, how did you feel at the wedding? What food was there? Did you drink a lot? Were you happy? Were you laughing along with some people? Now I want you to think about the last funeral you were at. How did you feel there? What was the room looking like? What was everyone wearing? Did you know the person close? How did you feel knowing that you wouldn't see this person again? Now, if you want to bring yourself back to where we are, it's only been less than a minute. But straight away, as we discuss these certain areas, put some ones in the chat if you felt two or three different emotions during that little small exercise. Now, I'm trying to keep this nice and short just to prove my point. But just by going through your current awareness and situation, then we think about this wedding where we're having a good time and straight to a funeral where we're having a sad time. What we've done is we've taken this awareness into different parts of our brain and our mind very quickly. And what happens is these experiences hold with them emotion. Right. And this kind of ties into, I was listening to the audible um, man's search for meaning. And he was saying that meaning can be found in three different areas, achievements, experiences, and suffering. We try to achieve something um, difficult, maybe a success in trading, for example, and this struggle, this, this consistent effort that we put into it gives us some form of meaning because we have an emotion to it. We have this desire to achieve. Same with experiences. And this is what this awareness does. We think back to a certain experience. What's with that experience? An emotion. Most of this all ties back to emotion in the end. So what do we do with this information? We understand that if awareness to different sections of the mind, which hold on to different emotions, can be changed within an instant just by where we put our attention to, where our attention goes, what our energy flows, right? And our energy, what is it? The thermal dynamics cannot be broken, cannot be created, cannot be destroyed. It is just transferred. So we may as well focus on the things that are positive. And we also talk about the fact that energy compounds and expands. If we're in a positive mindset, we think about positive things. This draws more positivity towards us. And we think in a more positive way. And so it compounds upwards. 
and same vice versa. Negatively, we think about a negative thing. What happens? All the negative thoughts come into our mind and we start to compile down to a negative state. So if we know that energy flows to the place where our attention is or our awareness, and we know that energy can compound both positively and negatively, then would it not be safe to say that as soon as we start to have a negative thought, we should shift our awareness to a positive mind, state of mind in order to compound it in the opposite direction. So the whole point of this, what I'm trying to bring to your attention is that we have this decision at any point in our time, in our life, to shift our awareness to a different section of the mind. And it might be that you need to go into your happy place, that wedding, that joyful moment that you've got. And for you, you might have a place where straight away, it just brings you joy. You might be able to close your eyes and be like that one time I was at my grandma's house and she was making me these cookies and you know, we were having a great time talking and laughing. Whatever it is, you might have that one memory. That might be your happy place. But as soon as we start to go into the negative space, what we can do is we go, no, I'm not going to allow myself to take this negative compounding thought and let it ruin my day. I'm going to shift my awareness to a positive place and start trying to bring in and attract the positive energy that is surrounding this thought and compound it to a happy place. It only takes a second. That's a powerful thought, Jake. It seriously would take only a second to make that mindset shift. Exactly, Judy. It really is only a second. And as soon as we bring awareness to the thoughts that are negative and setting us down that negative path, that is when we use that as the cue to go, hang on, I have a choice here. I can let myself go down this negative path and spiral, or I can use this moment, this second of awareness to shift my attention to a positive state. And the more we practice this, the more we find ourselves catching ourselves in the negative state or in the negative um, direction and shifting it to the positive, the easier it's going to become. The easier it becomes, the less time we spend in a negative frame of mind, the more time we spend in a positive frame of mind. But not only that, if we put this into, a, into the concept of trading, how many times, and I can guarantee almost everyone will put a one in the chat, how many times have you looked back on your trading day and gone, ah, what a shit day. Why? Because at this point I got emotional and then I just lost it. All my trading went out the window and I did all emotional trading and I just blew the whole day. Expression often used is fuck it Fridays where you haven't had the best week and you start to go downhill on Thursday and then you just go, oh, I just want to catch up, make up the money that I lost this week. And you kind of lose your trading plan. You lose your discipline and you just trade with emotion, trying to win back revenge trade, whatever all those things are. In a second, you can shift into that emotional trading state and make some loss. So put some ones in the chat if you've ever been in that state. Oops. Okay, a few of you have. So if we can practice this concept of shifting from the negative to the positive, bringing our awareness, bringing that ball of light into a happy place, whatever it is that you want to use to make that shift, then we can also use this to stop ourselves from running down that emotional trading path. We can use this to go, ah, oh, I'm feeling emotion or I'm, ah, oh, why did I lose that? Or as soon as you, the, the sooner the better. If you can catch yourself in that reactive state from a trade, like, oh my God, 
this is so dumb of me or any of those frustrated outbursts that we throw at the computer screen when we're, when we're in that emotional state of trading and go, wait, this is the moment where I need to bring my awareness and my attention. Where is my energy going negatively? Okay, stop. Let's see if we can shift it into a happy place. Can I, can I not? If I cannot, let's remove ourselves from the charts and stop ourselves from going down that revenge trade, early entry, all bad emotional trading sort of patterns. This is one of the reasons why the trading journal is so good, because if you're spending your time logging all the emotions throughout, it gives you that time to recuperate and to not let that negative emotion take uh, move on into the next trade, into the next trade, into the next trade. So this is one of the major things with awareness. We have our awareness. We start to bring it from the conscious mind to the subconscious mind, start bringing up those subconscious beliefs and behaviors, bring that to awareness, and then we can either move, remove the bad behaviors and habits and beliefs that we have from our subconscious by bringing them to our conscious and hopefully over time removing them and we can implement and put in or ingrain or i don't know what other word you want to use but take the positive mindset and the positive habits and the positive beliefs and start to implement them into our routine via discipline um, to a habitual state where they are now in our subconscious the next thing that i want to talk about and this is relative to discipline and concentration more so. So we spoke about discipline and how the discipline is the important thing where the motivation is lacking. The discipline usually starts the process, which turns into habits and our motivation can help accelerate these, these behaviors. But what I want to talk about is the concentration because we grew, we not grow up, but we are now living in a world where concentration is next to nothing. Think about reels that hardly even go for 10, 30 seconds. And we're flicking through an endless amount because we're bored of them. The concentration factor that I think most of society lives with is horrendously low. And so what I was listening to today was on the discussion of trying to have the willpower to continue that concentration and finishing off. So finishing what you start, developing willpower by either finishing what you start Finish above expectation. So putting in that extra work so you finish um, really, really proud of yourself or doing that little bit extra, doing those little bit extras for other people, for example, having the willpower that when, you know, you see a cup that's laying next to the bin and everyone walks past it, you go, no, I'm bringing my attention to this and I'm going to actually be the one to pick it up and put it in the bin. Very, very little effort, but makes an impact. Other people see that. This has a residual compound effect. And then they may be the one to pick it up next time. These very, very small things. You do that consistently and bring attention to those little 1% things and do them without expecting anything in return. These little things will compile as well. And you're going to feel a hell of a lot different. And you're going to be putting yourself in that positive energy state. And you're going to be feeling good a lot more than you're feeling negative. But the one thing with the concentration and the willpower, and this is what I want to bring um, into more of a day-to-day, -day, is finishing the things off. So the example that I was listening to today was about, um, and this is my paraphrasing, but getting that 1% ahead of everyone else, doing the little bits that people aren't, they do compound. This is the compound effect. The little 1% things over time compound, and that's how you get ahead of everyone else. So... When we, for example, go to have breakfast in the morning, for a lot of people, the morning time is a rush time. It's on the go. But 
finishing the thing off. So we have breakfast. What do we do? We give ourselves time to get out your bowl of cereal, whatever it is. You make your breakfast, you eat your breakfast. But then a lot of people don't finish that off. So it's only going to take you, I don't know, another one minute to wash your bowl up and put it away. But how many of us start things and don't finish them off? Another example is sleep. We might have a bedtime routine. We go to bed, but let's finish off that process by waking up and maybe doing a little bit of um, like make the bed and then give yourself five minutes to transition by putting yourself in that state of mind with gratitude or something. So just finishing off these processes um, to really round them off so that they're all complete. Now, this can be implemented into um, uh, trading, sorry. And it's how many of us will, let's, for example, say, start by reading your affirmations. And then you start off trading very focused. You maybe make one or two trades. And then something manipulates your chain of thought or your emotion or your mental state, your mindset. And then maybe you jump into emotional trading. And what you should be doing is taking your two or three trades and then spending time afterwards, going over them, journaling, tracking them, and finishing up. But we haven't got the willpower to go through when something changes, when something else acts on our plan of attack. So lots of us will jump in, maybe read our affirmations. If we're, you know, do it being disciplined and we're concentrated, we will read out our goals and then we'll do the first couple of trades. But then a lot of us will start to slip. Maybe a trade won't go your way. Put some ones in the chat if you've been here, because I know I used to do it all the time. I'd start off, okay, I'm going to read my affirmations. I'm going to read my trading plan, and then I'm going to trade consistently, and then I'm going to spend the time afterwards, and I'm going to go over them, and then I will be finished for the day. And 80% of the time, I would read my affirmations, read my trading plan, make one or two trades, get emotionally sidetracked, and then slam my computer down, storm off, and be like, that's it. It's about finishing it off. It's the willpower to finish those things. And when you can put your plate away after the food, make your bed after sleep, do your analysis and your um, logging after your trading, these little things make life easier. They compound. They put you in the positive energy flow. They make things start to you know, move smoothly and transition from one to the next. You start to create these good habits. You start to create these behavioral um, beliefs in yourself that it's just a non-negotiable to put your plate away, to make your bed, to do these little things. And all it takes is discipline and concentration to finish off the things with willpower that you actually start. Because I can guarantee that you go out of, on your day, you come back home, you've had a bad day, you see your bed made. The instantaneous emotion and feeling that you get from seeing no dish on the table and a clean bed made after a shitty day is going to make the world a difference than if you come home and there's dirty dishes, your bed's unmade, and there's shit on the floor. You know, you've got your clothes everywhere. These little things, even though they might not seem like much, it's these 1% things that play with our mindset. You go from a negative energy from your days at work, you come home into a new environment. And what do we want to do? We want to try and use. So this is also called transitional awareness when you go from one environment to the next and what you're doing is you're using that change of environment to consciously shift your awareness from a negative state to a positive state or use it to get out of something this is why in the journal i have on your affirmations page it's 
I call it the door. So as you step into your trading, you read your affirmations and you leave as you close, turn the page. It's like stepping through the door and you have to shut out all the negativity and all the bad stuff that's happened in the day and leave that at the door and step into a clean mindset um, for your trading. Same thing, environmental, environmental, can't say it now. Transitional environmental awareness is what I call it. And it's the ability to go, okay, maybe I have got this negative baggage with me. I'm bringing awareness to this. I'm using this change in environment to make that change in awareness. You come home from a bad day. You make that change of environment from workday to home. You want everything to be set up so that you can step in to a positive mindset. Now, if we can do this in lots of different areas in our life, we can start to get a flow of positive energy and positive mindset and happiness and gratitude and all the things that come success and X, Y, Z. The last thing that I want to mention is that, again, I've heard it many times and I say this, that success and happiness are nothing to be pursued, but they are the result of the actions and situations that you put yourself in your life. So talking about this in uh, Man's Search for Meaning, which I was listening to, and it says you can't just ask someone to laugh. You need to tell them a joke or do some form of action that they find funny, which results in laughter. If you just got someone to be like, laugh, I want you to be happy. They're going to look at you like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? You need to do some kind of action or some kind of, like I said, a joke that results in the laughter and the happiness. That's what success and happiness are. They are not the they are not to be pursued, but they are the result of putting yourself in situations repetitively that result in happiness and success. I didn't really say that very clearly, but you get my point. Put some ones in the chat if you get my get what I'm trying to say there. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right. So I want you to think about this. I want you to think about the awareness. I want you to think about awareness being that ball of light that we did at the very start here and understand that you have a choice at where you want to put that ball of light. Where Do you want to put that light onto the attention, onto a negative thing, and then our energy flows into a negative state? Or do you choose to shift your awareness? And now sometimes if you're in a really negative space, it might be hard to go, oh, I want to get out of this. But the consistent, concentrated discipline to continue trying is going to make it easier and easier for you to switch your awareness from negative to positive. And if you can do that, concentrate on things long enough, keep the discipline, have the willpower to finish off and do those little 1% extras, do that final stage, clean the dish and put it away once you've finished, make your bed once you've finished sleeping, do your trading analysis and journaling once you've finished trading, rather than being manipulated by your surrounding environment and then shutting it off and not having the discipline, not having the concentration to finish things off and not having the willpower to finish doing what you say you're going to do. If you have the ability to do those things, your life will compound and change over time. Okay. I hope that made sense. It was a bit back and forth. Um, I was trying to bring together the pieces from a few really good people that I listened to. And um yeah, it just really struck, struck a few chords with me today that the three little things that I was listening to all had the same kind of undertone. So hope that made sense. I hope you can take some stuff away from it. For our traders, we'll head over to Trading Call. Give yourself a couple of minutes now to go through those affirmations, those trading rules, all of the stuff. Read your why. 
I said, mine is here. It's in the very front page. As soon as I open it up, the wire with pictures, read it every single time. And yeah, I just got a quick question here. Um, someone's got a question. Fire away if you want to ask it or type it. Jake, I'm just looking at the Amazon site and it's yep. pulling up two different um, journals. One says my emotional trading journal and the other one says my emotional trading journal guide. And yep. there's a, so which one is it that you? So, so the guide is the one with all the information in it and uh, three months of journaling. And then the next one is if you finish that and you want to continue journaling, it's kind of just six months worth of blank journaling plus the emotions in there so to start off with i'd get the guide which has got journaling time in it it's got three months worth in it and then if you like it and you're using it there's a second one that you can buy to continue the process um, for months ah, and months to come very good thanks for the explanation you're very welcome i'm glad you're going to get one <laughs> all right everybody thank you so much um yep head on over to our trading call give yourself a time to read through your whys your affirmations your trading plans all that sort of stuff and to everyone else who's not listening, not here with us, but is listening on the podcast, I shall speak to you tomorrow. Love you all. Bye.